This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball season, it comes and goes. But Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park, or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. The Houston Astros have taken the field for tonight's ball game, but it doesn't look like there's going to be a ball game tonight. Lance McCullers Jr., the Astros starting pitcher, is on the mound. He was not warming up at all before the game. Chris Bassett, the A starter, was throwing in their bullpen. Right now, Yuli Gurriel was just tossing the ball around the infield, the first baseman, as you typically see before a game starts. And now all the players are coming out of both dugouts. Marcus Simeon, the A's leadoff hitter, is out of the dugout, and he's moving to the batter's box. But he is putting down, it looks like, a Black Lives Matter shirt in the batter's box, the right-handed hitter's batter's box, putting one on the home plate. Martin Maldonado is putting an Astros jersey in the right in the left-handed hitter's batter's box. And there is a moment of silence right now as everyone on the field has taken their caps off. Players are now waving their caps at each other, and everyone is walking back into the dugouts. The players who are on the field for the start of the game are now jogging back to the dugouts, and there is not going to be a baseball game at Minute Maid Park tonight, as it looks like the Houston Astros and the Oakland Athletics have decided not to play tonight as a way of protesting the racial injustice in this country. A Black Lives Matter t-shirt is on home plate. The Astros' orange top is in the left-handed hitter's batter's box, the A's road gray jersey, and the right-handed hitter's batter's box, both with the number 42, since today is the day that Jackie Robinson is being honored on Jackie Robinson Day. The umpires were also on the field. They have headed back off the field as well. And wasn't timing it, but I would imagine the moment of silence was 42 seconds long to represent Jackie Robinson's uniform number. And Steve, a pretty uh, poignant and moving moment here at Minute Maid Park, and I think much more poignant because there are no fans here, so 
I mean, it's I mean, it's it was dead silent during mm-hmm. that moment of silence. Yeah, as it should be, just reverence right now, and everybody understand that uh, how shameful it is that the lack of progress that that we've seen. Uh, and a lot of people are fed up with the Dusty Baker uh, saying earlier today that it's time where people put their money where their mouth is, and that's what uh, the players are trying to do right now. We saw seven major league games postponed yesterday with players who decided not to play to protest racial injustice in the country, including the Oakland A's game. They were supposed to play yesterday in Arlington against the Texas Rangers. Three games were not played on Wednesday as well for the same reason. Of course, the Astros did not play Wednesday or Thursday because of the threat of Hurricane Laura over the Houston area, a threat that wound up not coming to pass here, but obviously affecting many people in our listening area, and our thoughts certainly go out to them as the grounds crew now is heading back out, and they're going to prep the field as they would when a game is over. They're going to put the tarp over the pitcher's mound as, again, there is not going to be a baseball game played today. The Houston Astros came out onto the field. Marcus Simeon came to the batter's box for Oakland, and both teams came out of their dugouts and were standing on the edge of the warning track in front of their dugouts for a 42-second moment of silence as a way of protesting racial injustice and you know you may be thinking you know just stick to sports i don't watch or listen to sports for politics i get more than enough of that everywhere else and you know what i really wish i could just stick to sports but as a black person it's been really hard for me to stick to sports lately it's really hard for me to stick to sports when i read about yet another black person shot at yet another black person killed under questionable circumstances it's hard to stick to sports when i know that my life and the lives of my family may not last as long and don't matter as much because of how we look and because of the color of our skin. You want us to stick to sports? Then you need to listen to us. Unjustified shootings of black people will continue and protests will continue until you listen to us and work with us toward meaningful change. I commend all of the athletes who have chosen to take a stand, including players on both teams tonight. Black Lives Matter as now photographers are out there taking pictures of the jerseys and the Black Lives Matter t-shirt that is on home plate. And Steve, you played in this game a long time. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would have ever expected to see players unified in this way toward a cause like this, like we've seen the last few days. Well, a lot of people are fed up, you know, and they're grasping for straws, you know, and I appreciate what you, you just spoke from your heart. And I appreciate that, and we continue to try to learn it and change things. And, you know, we have a Jackie Robinson Day or we have Black Appreciation Month, you know, and it's just it's time that we don't, don't discard those days and those months and everything goes status quo uh, for the rest of the year uh, and we start uh, living our lives the way we should, you know, and treat people the, the way everybody deserves to be treated. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, these may seem like small steps, but hopefully they lead to bigger steps mm-hmm. and start to lead to some change. And you're seeing it all throughout sports. You know, and, and I'm encouraged that, that the younger generation uh, seems to get it more than, than the older generation. And I think each generation, as it keeps going, and hopefully it's sooner than later, uh, that we're, we're going to start to see real change. I hope so, too. And it's been great to see the solidarity. And, you know, it's not just... African-American players, it's not just players of color. Mm -hmm. We're seeing athletes of all creeds and colors who have spoken out and who have taken part in a lot of these protests that we've seen. 
and it is extremely encouraging. And yeah, hopefully it does lead to meaningful change, and it's not just, like you said, a month or a day mm -hmm. that we honor Jackie Robinson where we start thinking about some of these issues, that it's something that, that's a, a much more prominent uh, part of our discourse. And, I mean, I think one thing that's been good, obviously you hate to see some of the things that have happened. Uh, you know, you think about, obviously, George Floyd and, of course, the latest uh, with Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the protests there. Obviously, you hate to see stuff like that happen to anybody, regardless of the circumstances, but it's led to conversations like the ones we're having now and conversations throughout households in America that people weren't having, and not just in black households, in all sorts of households, right. and I think that's encouraging, too. I, I think that's the biggest part of it, Robert, is we're starting to see people who may have had more privileged uh, lives, uh, who have different skin colors that, that are talking now and learning and uh, understanding that, you know, uh, what uh, people of color have gone through for so long, understanding it deeply, not just in, in like a, a surface way, but to understand how it, it uh, is a daily battle, you know, to, to be able to uh, walk around and, and feel like uh, you don't have to, to worry or or worry about your kids going out or, or things like that, uh, everybody should feel the same. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for change and I'm hoping to, uh, for all of us to continue to learn. But I think, I think this generation, and we're starting to see demonstrations uh, done in the right way and, and for the right reasons, and, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, I am too. And uh, we're going to send it back to our stations along the Houston Astros radio network for local programming. Uh, the, tomorrow, the Astros and A's are supposed to play at 6:10, a 5:35 uh, broadcast time. Obviously, that could change. There could be a doubleheader tomorrow. We really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But at the moment, there is a game scheduled for tomorrow night that's supposed to start at 6:10 p.m. And whatever uh, and whenever the Astros play, obviously, we'll have it for you on the Houston Astros radio network. Steve, it's been a pleasure, and thank you so yep. much for having this conversation. Uh, obviously not an easy moment for anybody. No, let's, uh, let's continue to have these conversations, everybody. Absolutely. I'd like to thank all who made tonight's broadcast possible. Our studio producer is Bob Elliott. Our producer engineer is Matt Boltz. For Steve Sparks, I'm Robert Ford saying so long. Houston Astros and Oakland A's, no game tonight. They've decided not to play as a way of protesting racial injustice in this country. Questions for Josh Reddick and Michael Brantley? Hey guys, um, for whoever wants to take it, can can you guys go through um, kind of the planning process, how this was decided, and and when you guys came to the decision not to play tonight's game? Yeah, um, I think once once we realized everybody was at the ballpark today, we had a little meeting amongst ourselves and the players to uh, kind of get a feel for what everybody wanted to do, and ultimately after discussion with everybody, we made the decision to. Um, do what we did today and to really get that opportunity because we haven't had that chance to and yes we've had two days off already but we felt like this message and was, was was bigger than missing another missing another game to show support for our, for our brothers not only on our team but across the league as well to let them know that we have their backs every day no matter what goes on and, and i think that ultimately was our decision to uh, make this happen michael for you specifically um how powerful was tonight and and um, what, what, what were your contributions maybe in some of the meetings that, that went on prior to it? Well, just the simple fact that we're having this conversation right now means a lot. Um, you know, we had a team meeting. We discussed a lot of different topics, and it's great to have this conversation. But at the same time, we're trying to make change. Um, we have the highest platform to do that. Uh, we did it together as a group, and I think that's special. Uh, we want to be there for, just like Josh said, you know, 
rest of the brothers in this league. This is a brotherhood. This is Major League Baseball, and this is what we're about. We're a unit. Had either one of you had any conversations with other teammates just individually over the last couple of days? Uh, me personally, yes. Um, you know, uh, being part of the player alliance, uh, we have, you know, Zoom calls all the time and you know, we talk all the time and how we can make a change, how we can make this better, how we can bring light to these situations. Um, and whatever we can do to help, um, it's all about making change day in and day out. And, you know, even the, the smallest change means the world to us. How supportive were the A's considering they 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 did this yesterday? Um, I know Tony Kemp's over there, a guy you guys know pretty well. Just what were them the talks with them to to get this done? Uh, they were very supportive in, in our decision. They were on board with everything from the get go. Um, personally, we I, I talked to Tony Kemp uh, and Bob Melvin today about how we were going about things and how we were going to handle it, and they loved every minute of it. And they were on board from the get go and full support from everybody. So that's really good to see. <clears throat> Excuse me. When, when when a team like that can come into your home ballpark and really support you in your decision, because they they know how important something like this is. Michael, what do you hope tonight accomplishes? That this conversation keeps going. I mean, we're sitting down having an interview talking about it. That, that you know, social justice is you know comes to light. That you know, if we can change one person's mind, have a conversation that changes one person's thought process, that saves a life. This was worth it to us um, as a group, as a community. Um, we're doing a great job of talking about it, but you know, this, these situations that keep coming up have to stop. And I think we all feel the same way. And the more times we can talk about it and educate ourselves, the better off we're going to be. Have you all talked to any of the other um, sports as far as like with the Rockets or the Texans? Have you all thought about having a, collab a collaborative effort amongst all the sports teams in Houston to be able to push this initiative forward? Um, not that I know of, I'd love to do it. Uh, I think it's important, uh, especially for the great, you know, for, for Houston as a whole, for all of us to come together, and I, I love for that to happen. Mike, Michael, could you talk personally about how you felt through this past week? Is, I mean, obviously this is not a new scenario, what happened with Jacob Blake, but uh, how has it affected you personally? Well, for me, you know, I have multiracial kids. Um, I want this world to be a better place for them when they grow up. Um, day in and day out, uh, whatever I can do to, to, to have change, to, uh, have a conversation with somebody, to bring up points uh, so that the world becomes a better place. Uh, that's what it's all about for me. Um, raising four kids that are multiracial, uh, when they go to school, when they walk down the street, I want them to have the same you know, equal rights that everybody else has. And, you know, my teammates, my brotherhood that's in that locker room, that support, you know, all of us day in and day out. Uh, it's special to me, and I appreciate them as well. And also, Michael, is there, is there what is the communication with the people in power, like the ones that can actually reach out and touch the people who have influence? Are you guys having discussions with team owners or legislators? I mean, what what what's going on there? For me personally, I'm, you know, I'm with the Players Alliance, so I talk to them regularly. Um, I'm donating my checks to to the Players Alliance for, for a greater cause and. You know, just not just talking them, you know, I'm, I'm backing up my actions as well and joining them and to, you know, making this place, make this world a better place. So for me personally, um, you know, I'm trying to do everything necessary uh, to make that change. How beneficial was it to have uh, a manager who has been through these types of things that we're going through right now, who, who has experienced them personally? 
I think it gives us a different perspective on things. Um, you know, for somebody like me, I think I can I can talk about what's going on and what has, what has been going on in people's lives. But I really don't know. A lot of us really don't know what goes on in a bunch of people's lives until you really ask them. And hearing from guys like Dusty and and even like a guy named I know Gary Pettis is very emotional in, in, in these situations. So to to have guys that can understand what really goes on and they can really put it into perspective for a lot of people who don't understand how why, how and why these things happen. Uh, I think it's a, it's a great benefit for us because we have somebody we can reach out to that we're comfortable to speak with on a daily basis. Do you guys feel that. like you're, you're part of a moment in time um, that's going to make significant change? And a lot of people feel like this is kind of a tipping point where players have taken control of a lot of the messaging, a lot of the conversation that, that you just mentioned we're having now. Do you think we're going to look back two years from now, ten years from now, and say this this was the moment when actual – honest to goodness change occurred. I would love to say that. I mean, that's the whole goal, um, to bring light to these situations, to have these conversations, like you said, and to say that this is a moment where we have made change and made great progress. Uh, it'd be an honor to say that me and my teammates were a part of it and that we, we joined this movement. Something we can look back on in 10, 20 years and really look back and feel that we made a big difference in, in not only the baseball world, but the world as well. Accomplished some great things in your careers. Where would this decision today rank up in your careers as far as everything you've accomplished. How do you think you'll look back at this moment where the Houston Astros stood up and made a statement while the world is watching? Well, I think this is bigger than baseball. Um, we talked about it in our meeting. Um, this is just not about baseball. Uh, this is about life. This is about our children and their children growing up uh, for equality. So, uh, you know, this ranks really high for me, and especially if we can keep this conversation rolling and make change and uh, bring more light to the situation for uh, the game today, then it was worth it. The NBA has uh, opened its uh, arenas to be uh, voter centers, uh, voter registration voter, voter centers. Is, is there anything that you think that Major League Baseball could do or you, that you would like or encourage them to do to support these efforts? I think it'd be great if they could help. I mean, they're doing such a great job already of stepping up and help send that message. Um, I, I think we all would like to see something moving forward from everybody, not just the Astros, but I think from every team and every, you know, owner and all the way up to the big boys in MLB. So I think that's something that can be discussed. And I think I speak for a lot of people with, with saying we really hope that, you know, something does come out of this to where we can keep moving forward and get a bigger picture out of all of it. Have the players spoken with Jim Crane specifically regarding your decision today and anything that you hope would hope to see going forward? We haven't yet. Uh, I haven't yet. I don't know about other guys. Um, we've, we've had, I've had conversations with, with James Click today a lot about what's been going on. So, and I know he's been talking to Jim, so I think it's just a, a matter of time before we get on the horn with Jim as well to really figure out what he may want to do because he's ever since my time here, he's been – really great, really supportive for everything on and off the field. So he's been really supportive for us as a whole. So uh, I, I think that that conversation may be something coming this weekend. No, you guys are such a close knit team. You, you have a lot of diversity on the team. How have the Hispanic players who are from different cultures, how have they talked about this and approached the things that you guys are trying to, to bring them to understand? Well, that's the thing that you said. We're such a close-knit team that we rely on one another and we care for one another and, you know, we stand up for one another. Uh, it's been great. Uh, we've been having conversations on the regular and just educating 
and talking about scenarios and situations that go into everyday life, just not baseball. Like I said before, this is bigger than baseball. Uh, but with the support of your teammates, uh, you can make anything happen. Both of you guys, Jackie Robinson Day is often thought of as a, as a time to, to commemorate him and what he did and broke the – was there any hesitancy at all to do this on Jackie Robinson Day? Well, we didn't have that opportunity the last couple of days because of the hurricane. Um, but I will say this. I read a quote by Lorenzo Cain, and he said, if Jackie was still here, would you know he be happy with the progress that we made today? And the answer is no. Um, you know, this is a tough time. I think we still need to make a lot of change. Jackie – uh, did a lot of great things, but I think he'd want more. And I think that, you know, taking a stand and having these conversations is going to help us do more. Michael, um, with what you all what you all are doing right now, and with the world watching, and Major League Baseball is getting more and more involved with these social injustices. Do you feel like now that this will push more African American, young African American males, to get into the sport of baseball? A lot of them feel that baseball never really embraced them or moved away from them. I hope so. Um, you know, this is the whole goal is to get everybody involved, uh, especially in the African community. Uh, just have that opportunity for them to allow to play baseball, uh, give them the resources they need to play baseball, and to enjoy this great game that we all love. All right, questions for Dusty Baker and James Click. Dusty, um, obviously you talked to us before the game, but um, can you give us kind of a timeline of how this went down and how you guys decided that this was the course of action you wanted to take tonight? Well, you know, the guys came in to talk to me about it, and uh, – probably about 5, 5.30. And, uh, you know, we talked about it after they had talked to the teammates and, uh, you know, decided that, you know, this is the course of action that, you know, we're going to take. And, uh, you know, we backed them 100%, the organization and myself. Uh, and, and that was kind of the timeline. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they gave me their reasons, same reasons they gave you. Um, and, uh, you know, like I was uh, – you know, like I was, I was for it. I backed them. And uh, so, uh, you know, I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that they did. A lot of people probably won't be happy, but, you know, you have to satisfy, uh, you know, you know, players have to be satisfied within themselves. I mean, had it been, you know, had we played yesterday, then uh, it probably would have been done yesterday, but we're going to celebrate Jackie Robinson uh, day tomorrow and, uh, you know, with two ball games. Mr. Baker, um, it's a historic moment that the country is uh, is living right now. I just came back from Louisiana covering the hurricane, and the pain that uh, I noticed from the African-American community is tremendous because they're tired of being tired, like they said. Um, the NBA has taken the lead on uh, perhaps uh, making it easier to vote in the next coming elections. Do you think that the Astros and the Major League Baseball should be putting ballot uh, places in the stadium so that the folks could vote easier? Uh, that's something I hadn't thought about, but it makes sense. I mean, it makes perfect sense. You know, I mean, this is a very important, you know, election coming up here, probably uh, uh, one of the most important in history. And, uh, you know, like we'll run that by the Astros. I think that's a, you know, a heck of an idea. Uh, that's something that I hadn't thought about, but uh, it's a very good idea. I think the Rockets are probably may beat them to it. But Skipper, as someone who saw athletes, you know, stand up for social change in the '60s, yes. what is your sense of this generation's commitment? Well, I mean, I'm proud of this generation. I mean, because you know, in the '60s, you know, there was, it, was, it was mostly African Americans and, and and 
you know, a few white Americans that, you know, stood up. But in, in this uh, uh, day and age, you know, I'm seeing young people from, from all nationalities and all religions, you know, that are standing up together. And, uh, and it makes me, uh, you know, feel proud because I got a son that's 21 years old that's in this generation. Uh, and, and, you know, the young people are, are a voice and a voice to be, you know, heard, uh, you know, in the country. And uh, like I said, I, I am very, very, you know, proud of the young people, uh, you know, in this country. Dusty, you've talked about your past growing up, your your mom being an African-American studies teacher, you marching in, in the past. Where does this day rank in your career, in your legendary career, in terms of everything you've accomplished, everything you've seen, but to see your players decide today that they had to stand up and not play so that people understand what's going on in the country? Well, it ranks very high, especially when you see Michael Brantley and, uh, you know, you see Reddick, you know, uh, standing side by side, you know, with, uh, you know, with the common goal and, and interest. And uh, like I said, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the young people of today. It's the, I mean, it's going to be their world. It's their world now, actually. And, uh, you know, it makes me proud that, you know, perhaps what's happened in the past um, uh, is, is coming to fruition, you know, today. I, I just hate that it, that, that it happened in this way, but it's better, uh, you know, that it's, uh, you know, happening, uh, you know, versus not happening. And, uh, um, you know, like I said, you know, I've been through a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, changes, a lot of social changes, but uh, this is something that, that's unprecedented, I think. And, you know, the whole world is, is you know, behind, uh, you know, these young people. And, uh, you know, when you see people all over the world standing up for equal rights and justice, uh, you know, it makes me, you know, it makes me uh, think that, you know, the world is not hopeless because, you know, everybody talks about the young generation and they're, you know, they're not this and they're not that, but these, you know, these young people, you know, they have it going on. I mean, you know, they're pretty intelligent and they're pretty, you know, they're no longer naive. And uh, 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 like I said before, I can't say it enough. I'm proud of them. James, Jim. what was your involvement um, with everything that went down today? And, and what, what did you see? How did you see the team kind of come together for this decision? Well, like Dusty said, this was the players came to him uh, and then to me uh, through him to, to let us know what their decision was and why they thought that it was important. And obviously our job right now is just to support them 100%. I think it's a tremendous gesture and, and shows tremendous sense of, of camaraderie and, and, and duty. Uh, but just seeing the guys come together to support this uh, was inspiring. Uh, you and I uh, grew up in a, in an America that uh, and to challenges that much different to the ones that perhaps Mr. Dusty Baker grew up and other players of the African American community grew up. I was wondering uh, what is your feeling about this moment in time in this country, and also uh, will this uh, protest of this or, or whatever is this will be called will it be repeated tomorrow? Will we have a game tomorrow or the day after tomorrow? Right, right now we have a double header tomorrow starting at, at 310 uh, and like Dusty said we'll celebrate Jackie Robinson Day tomorrow. Uh, we plan to play. Uh, I, I think the players made their statement tonight and hopefully everybody sees that and, and recognizes what it means and, and why they did it and continues the conversation. And we see the players and, and, and what they're doing. 
what is management? What is major? What are you hearing? What is Major League Baseball and the commissioner's office and the owners? What are they saying? And and what can you share with us how they plan on supporting these players? Well, first of all, when Dusty and I called Jim Crane to let him know the player's decision, he supported it 100 uh, percent. And I think he and, and the Astros Foundation have shown over the past few months that I've been here uh, what they're willing to do to help out in, in a pandemic uh, with a hurricane coming and, and every other thing that's going on. And so um, looking forward to the active conversation with the Astros Foundation and with, uh, with Jim Crane and Major League Baseball on what we can do to put some action behind the action of the players. From the outside looking in, uh, when you because you two are coming came in here together, and it's something new. You inherited a team that was under a lot of scrutiny and a lot of adversity. But to see them come together and to do what they did tonight, how proud of you uh, are you two of the of the team? Well, I I told uh, you know Josh and and Michael and, and several of the other players just how proud I was of them. I, I don't think that there's enough words to say what it means for these guys to, to stand up in this moment and to participate in the process and use the platform that they have to call attention to the serious issues that are, that are facing this country. And, um, you know, proud doesn't, doesn't begin to, to, to put the right words to it. Correct. And, you know, uh, you know, when I look at these guys, uh, you know, we have been through a lot this year. We've been under a lot of scrutiny, but this uh, uh, probably is a, closest that I've seen these these guys together and uh, you know something like this you know has brought these guys together I mean it's sad that you know it had to take this to to come together like this but uh, 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 you know when you see them and, and you see them talking you know dialogue is the key you know conversation is the key and uh, you know when you see them talking and you know everybody doesn't agree on on every subject but the fact that they're listening to each other, uh, they come from different backgrounds. Uh, guys come from different parts of the country. And, uh, uh, you know, they're beginning to understand, uh, uh, you know, each other, and, you know, which I think is big because there are a lot of guys that haven't been around, uh, you know, each other, you know, black or white or Hispanic uh, on an everyday basis. And, 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 and you tend, you know, the more you're around somebody, the more you understand them and the more that you uh, uh, sort of have empathy on, on what they've been through. And the fact that they're listening to each other, you know, is a great beginning. And I think it's a great beginning not only for, for our team, it's a great beginning for the city, and it's also a great beginning for the country. Dusty, did you have any conversations with players before today about this? Well, I had conversations with players over the years. You know, I, I've, I've heard from, you know, from a lot of my players, uh, you know, past players that, that, that were like, uh, Dusty, now I kind of know what you're talking about. And some of them would say in the past, like, hey, man, you're just crying about, you know, uh, you know, spilt milk or you're crying about this or that. And I wasn't crying at all. I was just trying to enlighten them about, uh, you know, different things in our country and different cultures and, uh, you know, trying to trying to bring people together. And, you know, this is what I think this whole thing has done. Instead of separating people, I, you know, I think that it's brought people together in a situation where they wouldn't have normally been together. Do you do you guys see a, a more cultural significance in baseball doing this, given the demographics of the sport? I mean, it's not like the NBA. Uh, do you think this adds a little bit of credibility to the to the league and and taking this stance, especially given its demographics? 
Well, I think it has a lot to it, uh, uh, basically, because it's called America's Game. It's not called America's Game for nothing. Uh, but but it, uh, for a while there, it, it had gotten away from being America's Game. But I think uh, this is, uh, you know, brought it back full circle. Uh, uh, you know, especially when you see like Josh Reddick and you see, you know, Michael Brantley sitting here, you know, talking to you guys. I, I mean, this is uh, definitely America's game. America belongs to all of us, uh, you know, no matter if you got here early or if you got here late. I mean, this is, uh, you know, we're all Americans and, and, and we've all had a hand in, in, in building, uh, uh, you know, this country. And, uh, and and we probably all had a hand in maybe tearing some of it down. Now it's time to rebuild it back again. Amen to that. With, with as close, um, close as the Houston sports franchises are, do you all think that you all will reach out or uh, maybe the Texans or the Rockets will reach out to you all and do a collaborative effort in order to push this initiative forward? I, I would hope so. Um, obviously, I think what's – been so powerful about what's been going on in the past couple of days is that this wasn't one team or two teams. This was, you know, almost every team around baseball. And if we can amplify that and, and join hands and join arms with the, the Texans and, and the Rockets and just make it that much more powerful, that's something that I think that we owe it to the city and the country to, to explore. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.